so you're taking him like right up to that point. Yep. Absolutely. And 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 then oh no, you don't. Y- yes, and and telling him that that's it. This is what I want. We've had a good time, but I'd like you to stop now. This is Consenting Adults. The conversations you are about to hear are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. So dirty talk, so sex talk. Yeah, it it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) And you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guests today are a a very fun-loving couple. They're fairly new in the lifestyle, and they've got that, you know, like that puppy running around. They're so excited thing about them. Max is 62. He's a life coach. Britt is 60. She's an esthetician. They're from Las Vegas. And I don't know, you can say it's because of shows like Consenting Adults or thanks to shows like Consenting Adults. This lovely couple has kind of found something quite new and exciting. Max and Britt, welcome to the show. So glad you're here. I know you're excited to share your story. So it's interesting. I mean, they were really like childhood sweethearts, grew up on the same street, right? And then went to summer camp way the heck back in 1976. She was 14. He was 15. That's when they had their first sexual experience. And really, up until recently, you guys had never been with anyone else besides each other? We still haven't. We've we've played around with other people, but physically, we've only ever had sex with each other. Oh, okay. Hmm. I mean, you describe yourselves as kind of, you know, on the surface, just any regular suburban couple with kids and grandkids, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We we are your average person. You would never guess in a million years. But what happened is, you know, after so many years of being with each other, we love each other dearly, but things do get a little bit stale. Just just how it is, you know, if you it's like I always tell people, if you go into Walmart and all you do is buy cheese for 40 years, there comes a point where you look at other things in there and you think, yeah, I might want to try that. Or so, you might want to try the cheese at Target, but yeah, yeah okay. Right, <laughs> right. So we, we were on vacation in, in Cancun, lying on the beach, listening to music, and I got bored. And I'm on Spotify. For whatever reason, I found your podcast. And I oh. thought, I know Lena Wynn. She's probably going to do some great podcast about a war story or something <laughs> like that. And I started to listen. I thought, okay, this is fun. Why not? And honestly, it was very inspiring And I got to start to think, okay, where could this possibly lead? And, you know, one of the things that we've noticed about this lifestyle is once the gene is out of the bottle, you cannot put it back in. Right. And so being responsible, I was not ready to share that with with Brit at all. And I did, what, seven, eight months of research. He researches everything. So this was just another thing he was researching, but listening, and I had no idea what he was listening to. Right. It was just, for me, it was just, first of all, it's a bit of kinky fun, uh, and why not? It became fascinating. And so I started to think, okay, like, who am I? The biggest issue was, how in the world do I tell my wife, who I've known since 1976, 
that I want to do something out of the marriage. Because what goes through my mind is, is she going to think I'm having an affair? Does she think suddenly I've turned gay? Does she think, well, she knows I'm crazy, but does she think I'm a, a new degree of crazy? And so as a man, we, we overthink things. We completely. Completely overthink. Always thinking worst case scenario. But I kind of had an epiphany. One day I was in the bedroom and we had some with like Halloween stuff, right? Yes, it was, more <laughs> a do- it was a dog collar and I don't know, cuffs. Yeah, oh, no, I, nothing yes, cuffs. Big. Nothing cuffs. Big. So I can't imagine what we dressed up with before, but anyway. I think we were pirates. So, I, you know, I had no clothes on and I put this dog collar on and I just stood in the, in the full length mirror that's in Brit's uh, walk in closet and I got a shock. I looked at myself and I thought, fuck, who is that? Right? And then I looked and I thought, you know what? That's me. That's who I am when I want to play. And, you know, as a life coach, I always teach people about emotional intelligence. Kids are very emotional intelligent. Why? They play. We'd stop playing. And so any listeners out there, honestly, I encourage you to start playing. It's a great, great way to build robust mental health. So I wondered what he was doing in the closet. And he said, no, no, you've got to see. And I thought, not okay. that closet. And, uh, yeah, exactly, not that closet. And so, so anyway, I... I looked and I thought, that's you. You've always been like that. And he didn't, he didn't realize that I saw him as submissive when I was more dominant in the bedroom. It was more, it, it was more the fact that I saw him like that anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's like a role reversal. And, you know, one thing that, that I, I want to encourage male listeners out there, unfortunately, the lifestyle has some, I don't know, it has some bad press, I think, mainly caused by pornography. And let's be real, pornography is acting. It's awful acting, but it's acting. It's not real. And to, to become a submissive is the opposite of what people might think. It takes strength. It takes courage. Because to be vulnerable, even with the person I love the most, Nobody wants to be rejected or judged because, unfortunately, society has some distorted view of religious boundaries and morals, which I, we personally don't agree with. Submissive men are courageous. There's no question about it. What we also learned is that as an alpha male out there in the real world, when I'm off the clock, I'm exhausted. I don't want to come home and make decisions. So I said to Brit, how about this? Start making the decisions in the kitchen, in our life, and in the bedroom. Figure out what it is you want and allow me to provide you your wants and needs because it's a way for a man to express unconditional love. And, and he, def- he definitely it. has. He definitely has. But the other way around, I've made him submissive, but not, not in a bad way for him. When I wrote to you, I put alpha submissive. Alpha submissive means I'm not the kind of guy that wants to be beaten up, humiliated. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not here to, there's no kink shame. I've learned that. But for me, my blend, my flavor of being a submissive is to be in control of what I want, expressing that to the person I love and say, please deliver it for me and vice versa. Mm -hmm. But definitely, I mean, the next thing would be the orgasm denial, because that was something that I'd never heard of before. 
And Max said to me, I would like to not come all the time, just you're in control of it. So in other words, just stop at a certain point. And I was shocked. I was just so sad. I thought maybe maybe there's something wrong. Maybe he just doesn't want to follow through. And he said, no, it would be great for me. It, it would just heighten everything. So that doesn't mean to say there's any organ, orgasm denial for me. But for him, a couple of days, maybe sort of, well, how about let uh, the weekend? But he has great, great pleasure to that to that point and then he's calm relaxed and it's just a different way of being okay so you're controlling it you're controlling his orgasm completely controlling and i can see in his eyes that yes i would love to finish and but there again he says thank you for not doing that oh yes i know he doesn't want to be a dopamine addict and that's (laughs) That's the thing we found out yes Okay, so you're taking him like right up to that point. Yep. Absolutely. And 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 then, oh, no, you don't. Y- yes, and, and telling him that that's it. This is what I want. We've had a good time, but I'd like you to stop now. But mm. please continue with me. Oh. What we've learned is that sex is more than physical. In the right way, and I can't stress this enough, guys, if you're thinking about dipping a toe into the lifestyle. You can only do it if you have a solid foundation. If not, I think it's dangerous. So anybody that wants to do this, the mere fact you're thinking about doing it should strengthen your relationship because you've got to be vulnerable and open and honest and trusting and present. And when you do that, in and of itself, you're getting an emotional experience, you're getting a psychological experience. We actually think it's a, a spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. But, but women also are more open than men think. So in other words, sometimes by sharing that, you might find that, okay, uh-huh. she was interested in that before, but didn't want to share that. Okay. But everything that you've mentioned so far is not necessarily lifestyle, right? Correct. Right. Okay. So did you take it yes. a step further? Yes. Don't worry. We won't let you down. We've listened to enough <laughs> shows. But I said to my wife the other day, I said, I just listened to Lena interview somebody and they spent 20 minutes in a preamble of building up and then said, and then we fucked and you went, oh, no, 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 no. Hold <laughs> on. No, 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 no. Don't worry. We'll give you all the details. So right. did you ever have the talk about uh, do we start bringing other people into the game? Did you have that talk? No. No. No, I literally one day over a cup of tea, idly chatting, and I said to Britt, hey, do you fancy going to a swingers club? Because I would like to just see other people. I have very voyeuristic tendencies. And I said, what's wrong with it? Let's go. And by the way, that took guts to do that. And I thought, is she going to throw, throw something at me? And what did you do when I asked you? I just said, yes, why not? And when? Because we talked about the fact that we didn't have to do anything. You know, sometimes you have these fantasies and and when you do it, it's like, oh, fine, okay. But we went to this party. Just to mingle yes. and socialize. And just to see what kind of people were, were out there. And everyone was just very normal. And we were talking to a few people. The men weren't allowed to talk to the women unless the women started the conversation. So we spoke to a couple of people and then I saw this couple that were just sitting by themselves 
And when the woman had walked in in the first place, I noticed her and I thought, I need to speak to her. So these, this couple were just together on, on the sofa and I went and I said hello and I introduced Max and we sat down and the woman had been in the lifestyle probably a couple of years. And so we started talking and she sort of said, well, what do you want to see? We said, well, nobody's doing anything or no one's disappeared and, you know, what's going on? And she said, well, don't worry. Come into the bedroom with us and you can watch us. Oh. And I said yes. And then I told him that's what we were doing because it was a present for him. And, guys, guys let me tell you what's going to happen with this. You can spend a lifetime trying to think, oh, my God, what's she going to think? Trust me. Trust me. When you tell your wife in a loving, trusting, vulnerable way, they will take this and run with it and you'll go, holy fuck, I need to see that happening. So we went We went into this room. There was a big bed and there was a sofa at the end of the bed. Max and I both sat on the sofa. And then the woman said to him, you can come closer if you want to see. Come close, sit on the bed and just let us do what we need to do. And so Max is sitting there watching, I mean, near enough hovering over her shoulder. And then he looked at me and I decided that it would be nice for me to explore myself. And oh. so, I'm so, so I was touching myself and Max said, well, don't be alone, come. And so we were both on, on the, we were on the bed with another couple and they were doing whatever they were doing and we touched each other. But the, the door was open and people were watching us. Yeah, so, so I'm looking and there's my wife and she's taken her pants off and she's got her skirt up and she's sat back on the couch and I do what any submissive male wants to do. Crawled over on my knees, put my head down there and had dinner. Well, that last, lasted about 15 minutes. But the okay, cool but thing is, again, as a voyeur, She's more of an exhibitionist, I'm more of a wire, but I realized I actually got a thrill out of people watching us. Mm. And then I tried to figure out why, because as a man, what a wonderful validation. If another human being finds, finds my wife sexually attractive, that's a validation to me that, you know what? You made the right choice. It's mm -hmm. a great feeling. People think you're going to be jealous. The only jealousy I, I would actually experience is if she did go off with another person, I feel sorry for them because they're the ones that have to walk away and she comes back with me. So mm, thank you. Right. And we, we started to learn about compersion, which is something I've listened to on these shows. It's the antidote for jealousy. Here's an opportunity mm -hmm. for me to give unconditionally with no expectation of anything in return other than her happiness. Guys, mm -hmm. try it. It's wonderful. Okay. So after this experience, okay, you're home. You're back to your regular, normal lives. Was there a lasting effect? The next morning, I thought about what I'd done. Back, and up, I, back up to what happened when we got home. The sex was amazing. Oh. Yes, we got home at about 3 o'clock in the morning, and I had to be at work by, I don't know, 8.30. But I didn't get much sleep. We, we acted out everything that we saw. So it enhanced your own sex life? A hundred percent. Yeah. We joke, you know, we're in our 60s. We fuck more than teenagers do. Uh -huh. And so five days later, we went to our second place. Oh. This was more even more open and anyone could go. 
and I decided that I quite like to paddle someone. There was a lady that had no clothes on and there was a man that was that was paddling her and her butt was very red. And we met her 15 minutes later and asking her the pain and whatever. And she said, well, I really like it. She said, would you like to do it for me? Mm. And I, I felt that I would like to try. And I actually liked it. But it was like, does it hurt? Does it not hurt? Should I hurt her? Should I not hurt her? But it was different. Well, well hold on. Let's set the scene. We're in a dungeon at the time. There's a St. Andrew's cross, which looks like an X. And here's this woman who's less than half our age, but naked, but with piercings everywhere, like real proper goth fetish gear. And, I, and, and there's a whole load of people sat there watching. And I'm looking to think, here's the person I think I know that I've been with since 1976. And she's beating the crap out of this woman and clearly getting a thrill for it. And so she and I'm thinking... Like I said, oh, my gosh, she took this and ran with it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you guys do anything else that night? We ended up in a big room. There was maybe you know, maybe eight, nine, ten couples all sat around. Some were, some were doing things. Some were just watching. And we decided that we were going to play with each other. We didn't have uh, penetrative sex, but we did everything else. Oh, the else. second time. Yeah. yeah. In front of everybody. And... I learned that, oh, my gosh, being an exhibitionist is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It's a, I must tell you, it's a great way. Any, any guys that have body dysmorphia, go be an exhibitionist in a sex club. It'll be gone in two minutes. It has to. <laughs> just has to. Okay, so that's your second visit. And have you only been twice? We've only been twice, yes. We're looking okay, so you- towards Halloween now. Oh, yes. Halloween is a very big, it's like swinger lifestyle holiday. Yeah. Yep, yeah, we are going. To, we we've got our kinky our kinky clothing. I've got the full leather and studded submissive gear. She's got the French maid's outfit. We're going with wow. the couple that we met originally, and we're going to have a blast. We just, and, wow. and who knows what might happen? We, like I say, we know that our our boundaries are fluid, and in the moment, as long as we communicate clearly what we both want to do, if there's an alignment there, we're doing it. But have you had the discussion though? I mean, is yes, is we've discussed so is swinging place. swapping on the table for you guys? Uh, I'm that's that's not for me. I think it would be more the exhibitionists and the watching, and I don't think I could. Uh, I'm, yes. I wouldn't. Yes, exactly. How about, how never say never say never, but um, no for me at this moment. No. No, meaning you don't want to be with anyone else or you don't want him being with anyone else either. Probably both. But mm-hmm. open to possibility, right? Yes, open to possibility. Because how, uh-huh. how could you not? I mean, if, again, backtrack two months ago, if yes. you'd have asked Brit, do you think you would ever go to a swingers club? I know she would have said, kidding, never in a million years. Yet yeah, here we are. Right. Um, and how about for you, Max? Like, in your head, where do you stand on the possibility of swinging? I'm the classical guy that would like to deliver an experience to his wife. And therefore, if she said to me, this is what I want to partake in the buffet that you provided, I'm all for it. But I've got to make sure because ultimately, yes, I'm a submissive in the bedroom, but a very controlling alpha male. And what I never want to do is to sell her the idea of this is what we're going to do and make it about me. So 
I'm going to encourage it. I'm still going to express my desires. Yes, I would like to see her with somebody else. Absolutely. Me personally, mm -hmm. no. I'm the typical guy that just wants to watch his wife have fun. If that never happens, it never happens. If it happens, wonderful. Well, guess what, you guys? Immediately following the recording of that episode, Britt and Max had a conversation, and not more than a few minutes later, she contacted me to tell me they are now open to physically playing with others. And she can't wait to come back on here to tell us about it. Britt and Max, thanks for sharing your story. And if you're listening right now and you've got a story to tell, find me on social media, at TV on Twitter, or go to our website, consentingadultsshow.com. And we'll see you next week on Consenting Adults. <laughs>